Hi, this is Barry Kahn. I think it's time for our podcast, but I have to check with the boss to make sure. Ollie, is it time for the podcast? Uh. What'd you say? Uh. What'd you say? Uh. Okay, let's do it. Hello again. It has now been almost exactly one month since I decided to do an experiment and see if I could learn some Turkish. It's a language I've never studied, well, until a month ago, and a language that I knew nothing about except that it was quite different from English. So after a month, I do feel like I know more than I did. I have continued to spend about 98% of my time listening to the same things over and over again. Um, I'm beginning to be able to read Turkish, not read and understand, just read and make sounds that appear to be Turkish, at least Turkish people say, oh, we understand what you said. Um, for the record, let me read the first line of a story called Farele Kurba. It's about a mouse and a frog. Bir gün bir farele kurba bir ırmak kizisinde karşılaştılar. One of the things I've learned during the past month is that there are certain sounds in Turkish which do not exist in English and do not come naturally to me, but with more practice, they will get easier. So that's a comfort. Um, I have what I think are the normal feelings, the normal adult feelings about learning a language, which is, which is that it's very slow. And in fact, if I can cheat and compare myself to a baby, a baby born in Turkey and listening to Turkish for one month would not be able to say anything <laughs> or understand anything. So compared to the baby, I'm off to a good start. The baby, of course, has the advantage of hearing nothing but Turkish spoken by fluent native speakers, and hears it for 8 or 10 or 12 hours a day and will continue to do so for the rest of his or her life unless he or she leaves Turkey. And by the age of five, that child will speak very fluent, beautiful Turkish. <laughs> and if I study Turkish for five more years, I'm pretty sure that I will not be speaking beautiful, fluent, basically perfect Turkish. But one of the advantages the child, future native speaker of Turkish has, is complete patience. There's no hurry if you're a baby, and you have no expectations. You don't think, oh, I should be able to say this, and I should know how to say that. None of those problems that we as adults have bother the child. And 
it's hard to be patient because when you're an adult, you're a native speaker of at least one language and you speak it fluently. You can talk about dozens, hundreds, thousands of subjects. We can talk about the weather or children or philosophy or politics or anything. And of course, as a beginner in Turkish, I can't talk about anything. So part of my brain says, come on, hurry up, let's go. And part of my brain says, relax, you're just a beginner. As I said, my learning method consists mostly of just listening. And I don't care whether I understand what I'm listening to or not. And I've had several discussions in tandem parties. Um, for those of you who are not members of TAM Tandem, it's a, an online language exchange program. Uh, and the parties are discussions. And people have said, well, how can you listen to Turkish if you don't understand and the answer is, it's easy. I just do it. And I listen repeatedly. So that story, Farile Kurba, which I read the beginning of earlier, the first sentence, I have listened to that story. It's about five minutes long. I have listened to it hundreds of times in the past three weeks, definitely hundreds of times. I listen to it when I go for walks. I listen to it when I'm driving in the car. I listen to it when I'm walking through the supermarket. It's not the only thing I'm listening to, but it's one of them that I listen to regularly. And remember, that's what little children do. They listen to language, and they don't understand it in the beginning. So if I'm a beginner... I'm comfortable accepting the idea that I don't need to understand. What I do need is to hear the sounds, the rhythm, the intonation. My personal conclusion after a month is that all this listening pays off tremendously. I would tell anybody beginning to study English Find some things to listen to and listen to the same things over and over and over again. It will help your hearing, your listening skills. It will pay off when you start trying to speak because the sounds of English will have started to fall into your head and trying to speak right away without doing the listening I think is a big mistake. Trying to read English and pronounce it in the beginning, I think, is an even bigger mistake. So my lesson after one month for you guys is listen, 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 listen. Find stories, find podcasts, find anything. It can be short. Short is good. And listen to it repeatedly. The more times you listen to the same thing, the more accurately you'll, you'll hear the sounds of English. You don't have to believe me. Try it. But I think you'll find that the, that the payoff by doing lots of listening is tremendous.
It'll make your life easier. That's all for this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Stay well, stay safe, and above all, keep listening.